What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Single Chronicle 7 podcast with your host, your friend, your sister in Christ, Allie. If you haven't already, make sure you connect with me on my Instagram, Facebook page, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube, and join my Facebook group all at Single Chronicle 7. In addition, be sure to shop all things stationery by Supplied by Allie on my Etsy shop, as well as my Amazon page at Single Chronicle 7 to see what's in store. Today, I am recording from my hometown, New York. The birds are chirping, the sun is out, the sky is blue, the weather, I believe, is in the 70s, low 80s. It is just such a beautiful day, another day to give God all the glory and the praise. Today, I want to talk to you on the topic of purity. For many of you, and for the new timers, one of the reasons why I started Single Chronicle 7 was because I wanted to help others embrace their purity walk, but I also wanted to find confidence in my own purity walk. So as many of you know, and as many of you who don't know, I am now 28 years old, and I am still a virgin, and I am waiting until marriage. I do not want to sleep with anybody. I do not want to have sex with anybody. I don't care if you're a friend, a boyfriend, fiance. I want to save myself for my husband, give my husband that special part of me that no man has received. It's not easy being single, fully single, never having anyone pursue you with the right and pure intentions and wanted to make something more out of a relationship with you. I grew up watching those Disney channels, you know, Cinderella or High School Musical, the Cheetah Girls, and I always notice, and it's a whole slew of channels and shows that you watch growing up as a child so it's not limited to those specific shows and movies that I called out but you always notice that the pretty girls the handsome guys get the good looking partners and the ones who are not so pretty they're kind of like pushed to the wayside and I always felt like my beauty was going to be tied to having a boyfriend you see that even in society the ones who have boyfriends the ones who are married, the ones who have children, those are seen as, you know, a reward, the best thing that you can have for yourself. And the single life, it's not really praised. It's not really embraced. So for me, I never, you know, I liked, there were some boys that I liked in elementary school, a boy or two that I liked in junior high school, a boy that I liked in high school, but they saw me as nothing more than a friend. Now, After high school, going into college, you would think that, okay, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in college. It didn't happen in high school, and that's okay. But in college, I'm going to redeem myself. Even working a part-time job, I'm going to redeem myself. And it just never happened. That created so much insecurities within me, especially because I saw my friends dating, my family members dating, and for me, it just never happened as such. Even as of to date, being 28 years old, I went on one date, that was earlier this year, and that was it. And nothing more came out of it, unfortunately. So I'm still very much single. 
never had a boyfriend and it's okay I have learned to be okay in that but it took years it took me spending time with God it took me seeing myself the way that God sees me that beauty is not tied to your relationship status beauty is tied to your foundation in Christ because when you know When you know that you know that you know who you are in Christ, it sets the foundation for everything else. One of the reasons why we see so many people insecure and not knowing who they are is because they don't have a sense of identity. But once you understand that your identity is found in Christ and Christ alone, you have a different outlook on life. I will never forget, I was probably around 24, 25 in church. And the associate pastor, never forget, I still remember this day crystal clear. And the associate pastor, you know, it was altar call coming down to the end of church. People are in the front and prayed over. He prayed over me and then he walked away. And I'm there, eyes closed, crying, hands lifted up, just having my one-on-one moment with God. Seconds later, I feel a presence in front of me. And, you know, with tears in my eyes, I didn't want to look up. I I wanted to look down because maybe it was somebody else. But then I heard the associate pastor's voice saying, look at me. And when I looked up, I started to cry, like even more. Because when I looked in his eyes, it felt like I saw God. And then he started to cry. And I remember the phrase that he said. He said, If only you knew just how much God loves you. And he walked away. And that right there, that day, I will never, ever forget. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but maybe you have been struggling with insecurities all your life. Maybe it's not the same insecurities with, you know, the whole boyfriend thing or the girlfriend thing. If you're a guy listening to this, maybe it's somebody body shaming you. Maybe it's somebody, you know, growing up, your your parents didn't tell you how beautiful you are or how handsome you are whatever it is you may have insecurities but I want you to know today that God loves you so 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 much he did not create you on accident he knew exactly how he wanted to create you even before you were formed in your mother's womb So you may have kinky hair like me, or you may have curly hair, you may have straight hair, whatever it is, God knew exactly what he was doing when he created you. And all God wants for you today is for you to embrace everything. Even if you see it as an imperfection, God sees it as perfection because he created us, his children, mankind into his own image. As I started spending time with God and learning who God is, that's when I started to accept who I was in Christ. This confidence that I have now as a 28-year-old person is not because of things that I have done or things that I have accomplished or didn't accomplish. It has nothing to do with my resume. It's because of God. It's because I'm aligning. It's because I have aligned my thoughts with what he has said about me, for me, and over me. I know that I am his masterpiece. I know that I am far more precious than rubies. I know that I am ultimately 
altogether beautiful and there is no flaw in me. If you are struggling with insecurities today, I suggest you get in the word. The word is a blueprint. It's the foundation for how you should live your life and for how Christ wants you to be. One of the first steps that I did when it came to truly finding myself was going on Google. And you know what I did? I typed in scriptures on beauty. And a whole bunch of scriptures came out. And what I did was I I read through each of the scriptures. And not to overwhelm myself, I found one scripture that really, really spoke to me. And I meditated on it. I allowed that scripture to become my daily bread. And that is the scripture I just stated, Song of Songs 4 verse 7 you are altogether beautiful my love there is no flaw in you you are altogether beautiful my darling beautiful in every way and i meditated on that scripture i feasted on that scripture and that's one of the ways one of the profound ways that you can start to come into agreement with what God says about you. It has nothing to do with what you have or don't have, what you said or don't have. It doesn't even have anything to do with the way that you grew up, the family that you grew up in. You have to align yourself with God. God is where you should find your true identity. Whether you grew up with a mother or father, whether you grew up with a, in a single parent household, whether you grew up um, as an adoptive child, a foster child, whatever the case is, your identity should never be rooted in that alone. It has to be rooted in Christ. During my early adult years, I would say that I was okay if... I did have a boyfriend and sex was on the table because I never felt confident in my purity walk. I've always felt ashamed and embarrassed going to the OBGYN and they're asking me, when was the last time you were sexually active? And I'll never forget. And I told the doctor, oh, never. And she just had this strange look on her face. And she said, wow, I never knew that that was possible. You know, just little comments that I get from doctors, from friends, from family, from all over. That just created much more of insecurity rather than a positive thing. So I was okay with giving it away. I had no reason to hold on to it. It didn't make sense because everybody saw it as a bad thing. But again... The moment I really started getting connected to God, and you see, God was protecting me because God knew my mindset. I know that God has been keeping me in hiding for all of these years. Sometimes I'm wondering, like, um, why, why haven't I never had a boyfriend? Am I ugly? Am I not good enough? Am I not girlfriend material? Like, what is it? But I've learned, like, no. God is saving you for somebody special. It has absolutely nothing to do with your looks, your personality. It's because God doesn't want everybody touching you. You are too anointed to allow anybody just to come into your atmosphere. Anointing is oozing out of you. So God is saving you for the right person. And this is also for a man listening to this. This is not just for women. It's also for men. Because I know that there are men out there practicing purity. I know because I see it in my comments, in my messages. I see you. And even though it's not a large percentage, I commend you. But most importantly, God commends you. Because God sees that you're honoring him. And I know that God 
is going to honor us for our faithfulness. As I begin to get older, I would say around, you know, after the associate pastor spoke those words to me, I started to really value my purity, but it really didn't come into play until Single Chronicles 7 was released into the world. And that's when I saw how beautiful and how valuable it is to walk in purity. You know, you may be the Lone Ranger. I know that when I talk to some guys and, you know, the conversation of purity comes up, I'm that less than one percentage. It is very, very rare, very, very rare, but it's okay. I find it more and more beautiful because I know that I am not settling. Even when my flesh, even when my hormones are out of control, I know that I want to wait until marriage for somebody to touch me in that way. And as I continue on this journey, journey with the purity walk and as i continue to encourage you i want you to know that even though you are not a virgin it does not mean that you cannot be redeemed it does not mean that you cannot be renewed it does not mean that you cannot be cleansed keep going to god every single time you mess up every single time that you sin or do something that goes against god run back to him don't hide don't cover it up don't act like it didn't happen go to God repent and then turn away from it God knows that we are human we live in a fallen world it's difficult to stay on the street and narrow path God knows he walked this earth he knows everything that you're feeling he understands every struggle that you're struggling with he knows he understands all he asks for us as his children is to keep running back to him to keep coming back to him i know that even though i have maintained my virginity i know that i have struggled this past year with masturbation I have never considered masturbation before. I was never exposed to it until I went to hang out with a friend one day and she exposed me to sex toys. And it was back in October of last year. And ever since then, it kind of opened up the doorway for something that I know that is not pleasing to God, but it was pleasing to the flesh. So this past year, I can openly say that I have struggled in that area, but I'm going back to God and I'm asking God to renew my strength. And I know that masturbation, pornography, all of those things, it just opens up the doorway for the enemy to come in to make those things that God say no to make those things look very much sweeter. So that's why also you have to be so mindful and so careful of who you hang out with, what you watch, the things that you read, the things that you listen to. It's hard and it's a struggle. But for me and myself, I have thrown away sex toys. I've bought it again, threw it away, bought it again, threw it away. And if, if that's what I have to do to stay on this path that God wants me to. And it's very rewarding because I know that even when it comes to guys of the opposite sex, I know that if nothing ever comes about it, I can still walk away with my dignity because I've never slept with them. I can still walk away wholesome, even though emotions have been involved. It's gonna hurt. I'll face disappointment. 
sadness, brokenness, but I know that I can heal even quicker because I didn't open up myself to that sexual realm. My message for you today is to embrace everything about you. If you are a virgin, man or woman, embrace it. The person that God has for us is going to find so much value in our purity. And I know that it will be that person when they don't tempt me, when they don't question me, when they don't make me feel bad, when they don't try to manipulate, lie, or deceive into making me give in. They will honor it so much that they will make sure that, hey, you know, I'm attracted to you. I'm physically attracted to you. I'm sexually attracted to you. So how about we just not do anything alone? How about if we hang out, we do it during the date, we do it in open public, we make it a group thing. And also, they'll be aware of their own struggles. They know that, hey, if I kiss, it it, it can go there. So I'd rather just not kiss at all. Those kind of people, I believe that God has for us. So keep holding on to your walk. Do not feel discouraged. Do not feel embarrassed. Embrace it because I believe those who are not on that journey, I know that they could only wish to have the strength that you and I have to continue on it. And this purity walk is not just for virgins. This purity walk is for those who are are abstaining from sex. Those who are, are wanting and desiring to wait until marriage, to wait until God opens up that door. This purity walk is for anybody who wants to honor God, not just in this aspect or that aspect but mainly with their bodies with their thoughts because we all struggle with sexual thoughts some more than others right i'm guilty i can raise my hand with that but i'm willing to submit my thoughts my mind the things that i dwell on i'm willing to submit it to god so that i can do and be all that he has created me to be as well as to do You are not alone in this walk. I always tell people to own your truth, share your story because you don't understand how your story can encourage somebody else. Your struggles can become somebody else's survival guide. I am imperfect, serving a perfect being, and I have flaws. I have done things that have not been pleasing to God. But what sets me apart from so many other people is that I keep getting back up. I continue being kind and patient towards myself. I continue forgiven myself. I continue going to God and asking him for help. We cannot do this walk alone, guys. We cannot do it alone. We need God. We need his strength because in our weakness, his strength is made all so perfect. Temptation is all around us. We cannot flee from it many times because it's sitting right in front of our face. Because sometimes we can be home and we walk into the next room and somebody is watching porn. Somebody has, you're going to the bathroom, you're using the restroom and there's a porn magazine in the garbage can. You know how some old folks, they like to have magazines in the garbage can in the bathroom Sometimes it's just all around you. But you know what? God God will give you the strength to walk away from it. I know there have been moments where I have put myself in predicaments that um, could have went 
a completely different way if I had not submitted to Christ. I can tell you right now that when you invite God into your purity walk, he knows how to interrupt any and every assignment from the devil. He will give you the strength to walk away. So invite God in. You're not meant to do this purity walk alone. Have an accountability partner. So anytime you feel like you're about to fall, you text. I have one. And anytime I feel like I'm about to do something, I'll text my accountability partner. She's my friend. And make sure, you know, little disclaimer, make sure your accountability partner is someone of the same sex. Yes, same gender, please. But... I would text and be like, yo, I'm about to do this. I really want to do this. My hormones are through the roof. And she'll talk to me. She'll call me. Or many times if I don't feel like talking to anybody, I'll talk to God. And God knows how to come through for his children. That's the kind of God we serve. God is waiting, waiting for us to let him in on this journey. I'm, I'm this age still waiting it out only because of God. It's nobody else but God. God has brought people into my life, older women, who help me, who encourage me to continue walking on this path. Trust in God in this very area of your life. Surrender it to him. Yes, you have fallen in the past. Yes, you have done X, Y, Z, A, B, C. You have done it all. But that does not mean that God can forgive you, cleanse you, and make you new again. Again, that's the kind of God we serve. God loves us too much to give us less than his best. So I know for those who are walking this purity walk like myself, I know that God is going to honor us. The amazing thing about this purity walk is that no matter what happens, you can always walk away with a clear conscience. Even if you're in a relationship, you can walk away knowing that, you know what, even though it didn't happen, even though nothing came out of this, I don't have that soul tied to that person. Yes, there may be an emotional connection, but that is quicker to get over than a sexual soul tie. So I'm telling you, wait it out. Preserve yourself for the one that God has for you. I know that so many times people are like, oh no, you know, I need to test drive the car before purchasing. But that goes to say, oh, I need to obtain this first and then I'll trust God. But God says that if we trust him, all other things will be added unto us. If we seek him first, if we put him first, and because God created sex in the containers, in the boundaries of marriage, I know that he will show us what to do, how to do it, when to do it, all of those things. God will give us the ropes. We don't need to test drive the car. We don't need to experiment. We don't need to do any of that. We just continue holding on to God. The creator created something so special. So when it is in our hands in due season, the creator will show us how to value the very thing that he created and how to work it to the T. God tells us that everything that he has created is good. So because he has created sex, I know and I believe that it is going to be fantastic, mind-blowing, out of this world. I know that for myself. I don't need to go experiment 
because I know that I'm standing on the word of God and his promises. So I know that when that time comes, it's going to be phenomenal. I always think back at the other things that God has blessed me with, the doors, the the opportunities, the miracles that has come across my lap. And because God's hand was on it, it was beautiful. So I know that if God can do it for those things, I know that he can do it for that specific area. I don't know about you, but I want a blessed marriage. I want a healthy marriage. I want a successful marriage. I want a marriage that will break every generational curse. And because of what I want in my marriage, I am willing to wait on God. I am willing to work on myself. I am willing to heal. I'm not out there looking for a boyfriend. I'm not going to put myself out there trying to be found. No, I'm going to continue living my life. I'm going to continue enjoying my singleness. I'm going to continue opening up myself to the opportunities that God has coming my way. You guys know, especially if you have been following me, a lot of the things that I have gotten involved in within the past year, and there's just more things coming my way. It's because I'm giving my singleness to God. I'm surrendering to God. I'm saying, God, have your way in this. You have me single. I may not fully understand why, God. I'm I'm going to ask you why. And let me tell you, side note, it is okay to ask God why you are single and let him show you because I've asked and he has revealed it to me. Not everything, but some things that can I can hold on to to keep me at peace in my singleness. And God has just been bringing things to my lap left and right sometimes I get so overwhelmed that I'm like all right God all right slow down God I can only do one thing at a time but that goes to show the awesomeness of God marriage is a blessing it's a gift but so is your singleness And I pray today that if you are single and you feel discouraged in your singleness, I pray right now that you allow the Holy Spirit to uplift your spirit so that you can see the beauty of your season. Whether God has called you to a lifetime or a season of singleness, it doesn't even matter. What matters is that you are living the life that God wants you to live. It is not easy following Christ. It takes hard work. It takes discipline, dedication, consistency but God sees our faithfulness and I know that he is going to reward us not when we get to heaven he's been rewarding us since we've been on this earth and he will continue rewarding us and that's why I go back to saying journal 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 because it is documentation of the proof of God you are way too special way too gifted talented to waste it all away because you were single or because you've never had sex before. Even if you're 39 years old, still hold on to God's unchanging hand. He has never failed you before. He's not failing you right now and he will never fail you. Many times when we pray for something and it doesn't happen, it's not because many times, sometimes, all the time. I don't know. But there are times when it has nothing to do with us. And that's just God's way of protecting us because he sees something up ahead that we don't see. The best way to enjoy your life today is simply to invite God in and let him bring things to you that you could not have done on your own. 
There is so much joy in this world. And I pray that God gives you such a peace of mind. He shows you what contentment looks like and that you embrace it with everything in you. Life is too short to waste it away wishing you had this, this, or this. Embrace everything that you have right now. And if you don't have it, it's because you don't need it for where God is taking you.